welcome to episode 10. I'm Jessica Linthorne. And I'm Jay Posner. And here on the show report today, we I'm really excited, Jay. We've got a really special guest. Um, we're looking forward to a really awesome conversation at about, not just about talking shores, this is a regional conversation in my opinion. Yeah, oh, well, I mean, this is, you know, nationwide, provincial-wide, but I'll let you finish your introduction. Yeah, no, it's exciting time. So I'm happy to introduce John Peavers. John, thanks for coming on the show today. It is a pleasure to be here. Thanks very much for inviting me. So John is the Manager of Communications and Media Relations, is that right? That is correct. With Bruce Power. Yes. So we are going to talk about a number of things. Um, We're just really glad that you took the time to come to the Shore Report. We recently have read an article that identified the Bruce Power major component replacement project as the number one infrastructure project in Canada. Can I can I repeat that? That's big. Like the number one in Canada. It's and usually these are in measured in millions of dollars. I think this is billions of dollars. This is billions of dollars, yeah, and uh, we were thrilled to, to hear that as well, and I think it just underscores the significance of the project um, for Bruce Power, for the community, for the country, for the province. Um, we're rebuilding a really crucial infrastructure for Ontario, and it is, they are big numbers. Uh, $13 billion is the investment that we started January 1st, 2016, which will be going on um, for a couple of decades or more, um, and uh, yeah, we're taking six of our units and uh, rebuilding them and providing them with life up to 2064, which is huge for this community. And I think it's important to remind people that uh, when Bruce Power took over the site in 2001, the horizon of the site was uh, starting to shut down in 2018. Um, Without the deal that we signed with the province uh, back in late 2015, um, we would be looking at starting to shut down units and you know, sadly laying people off and, and looking at closing down the site, but... Uh, yes, like what like they're doing in Pickering, I guess. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Pickering has a horizon out till 2024, um, and uh, eventually shutting down and decommissioning. And uh, our uh, the leadership at Bruce Power didn't want that and, and wanted to, to continue to grow and build and, and hire, and uh, we were able to do that now. So it's super exciting times for us, and uh, I appreciate the opportunity to come here because community is a huge uh, partner in this and, uh, and a part of it and there will be impacts on the community uh, yeah let's just let's yeah. go from there like you yeah. say the impacts like the, these are these are foreseeable these are you know we said on the previous pod like this is not just a myth anymore this is really happening so yep. we're starting already to hear announcements uh, it's not just uh, the contracts that are being signed but the impacts already like we've uh, we've got just from our end, we've builders, developers building houses in anticipation of, of the ramp up. Uh, offices uh, opening for uh, engineers and consultants and who knows what else might come. I, I don't know. So can you can you expand on that? Absolutely, sort of yeah. And I think it's uh, something we're doing a, a better job at this time around. We've done a, a restart of two units, units one and two, back uh, starting in 2006. And that project went till. Uh, 2012 and again that had some major impacts on the community which we saw contractors in you know motels restaurants gas stations stores all saw a significant impact so uh, we're trying to do a better job this time around because this one's going to be bigger and longer mm-hmm. um, to make sure that we're ready to make sure the community is prepared so we've been holding sessions with developers trying to give them as much information as we know about how many people are coming when they're coming um, where we think they might be going um, so yeah and uh, our CEO uh, Mike Renchek has been 
very focused uh, on talking to the contractors who are going to be partners in this, uh, saying this work is going to be going on for you know 20 plus years, so you need to establish a local presence here. So we've heard on numerous occasions about the local presence piece, which is very exciting. Jay and I are literally on the edge of our seats when it comes to local presence stuff. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. Yeah, it's a huge focus of our CEO, Mike Renchek. Uh, we were in Ottawa for our industry association conference in February and then um, Mitch Toulin, the warden, and our CEO handed out awards to companies who've already relocated to Bruce County. We have a uh, presence right here in Sogging Shores of, of, a, of a few, including Hatch, uh, who opened up a storefront on uh, Main Street in Port Elgin. We have four more that I'm aware of coming in the next few weeks, which we will be providing more information to the community, including at least one that I know of in, in Sogging Shores. So um, super exciting and the contractor companies who are partners in this along with the community um, are answering the call which is which is huge and our CEO is a very persuasive guy so I'm not surprised that uh, that they're listening and it, it just makes sense because uh, they're going to be here for a long time uh, with lots of employees we're expecting you know 2,000 contractors sort of at the peak of the project um, you know, and those people, a lot of them are going to relocate permanently to the area and, you know, buy homes because unlike previous projects that were shorter duration, because we're doing six units here, it's going to make sense for people to, to buy a home. And, and I think a lot of those contractors who will be working on the project may roll into full-time jobs at Bruce Power as well, because it just makes sense. They're going to have the experience. They've got the talent. We have uh, 4,200 full-time employees. Um, as many as 2,000 of those people could retire in the next 10 years. Wow. We have, you know, when Bruce Power took over the site, we had a very much uh, aging demographic. We managed to lower that by hiring a lot of young people, including a lot of local people who, uh, uh, who wanted to stay in the area, including myself, who I'm not young anymore, but I was when I started at Bruce Power. Um, and I am one of those people who is eligible to retire in the next 10 years. So uh, that's great news too. And we're looking at, you know, third generation people who are working yeah. on the site at Bruce Power. And that, that's a huge story. I think that's really, really important because for a while the nuclear uh, industry wasn't a growth industry, mm -hmm. uh, stagnated. There was a whole generation of young people who would have liked to have lived in and stayed in Soggy Shores that had to move away. A lot mm -hmm. of them are coming back now, which is which is a really cool part. Of That's the story really too. exciting, and and I've heard and sorry, we're kind of shifting all over the place here with this discussion. But I did hear you guys are really like you guys are ranked one of the top employers for young people, right? That's right. Six years in a row, we've been ranked wow. as a top employer for That's young great. people, which yeah, we're really proud of. It's it's a huge part of our business is, is recruiting uh, young talent, and and it's you know it's a great you know the community is a huge part of that because it's a huge attraction for people, especially young families because. Who wouldn't want to grow up, uh, no you know, raise, raise their family in a in a community like Sogging Shores or yeah. anywhere in Bruce County? It really is. You know, I'm biased. I, I okay, am, I'm a local. <laughs> I'm a local boy, and I grew up here and raised my kids here. So I think it's it's a great place to 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 work and to live. And we can offer that work life balance that's very elusive for a lot of people, right? Yeah. You know, it's great salaries, challenging work, living in small town Ontario. It's beautiful. It's heaven.
I love it. That's great. Mm-hmm. So can we just jump back? Um, we were talking about the impacts, and you talked a little bit there about employment. Um, what does this opportunity with the major component replacement look for um, job creation? Are, are you anticipating a lot of these suppliers are going to relocate people, or is there going to be opportunity for, for people in the community? Yeah, there's going to be tons of opportunity for people in the community. Um, a lot of the work is going to be skilled trades work from the contractor companies, but they're going to be hiring as well. So. Um, big part of the job that we're looking at now is is talking to schools, talking to guidance counselors and young people, and and making sure they understand what jobs are going to be available. And it's skilled trades, it's 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 boilermakers, it's millwrights, it's electricians, it's machinists, it's that kind of. And, and those are you know rewarding, challenging uh, careers that are going to be available. So that's going to be a huge part of it. Um, the impact over the life of the project uh, is going to be an additional sort of 5,000 jobs, either direct or indirect, related to this project. And the site already uh, creates through uh, our own employment and spin-off employment about 22,000 jobs every year, um, just based on the suppliers. So it's a big part of the uh, economic engine of Ontario. And uh, it's going to grow as we as we get into this project. So for yeah. sure, there's going to be a, a lot of opportunities for local people and a, and a great time to, to start to get into the skilled trades. That's great. And that um, yesterday we we had a conversation, uh, and it, it kind of morphed into youth retention. And I I reminded you know that the project because it's so long, we can reach these kids. So we can reach these the high school now and start some of that discussion so like what you had just mentioned and I think that's brilliant yeah that's a perfect strategy yeah we've been doing it for years through the co-op program and having a lot of uh, local kids uh, come and see what Bruce Power is all about uh, take our kids to work day is another opportunity for to do that and the beauty of Bruce Power because we're so big and because the corporate head office is here we're all here um, there's almost every job you can imagine we have Mm -hmm not just nuclear operators and uh, mechanical maintainers. We have lawyers, we have nurses, we have doctors, we have firefighters, we have communications guys. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, you know, once, you know, there's a lot of room to move once you're in and, and almost every job you can imagine. And what we're we're hopeful for is, because you're not hiring couples or necessarily just singles, uh, there are opportunities then, in the, again, the impacts on us is that we need to think about uh, from the town, how can we support spouses, mm-hmm. children, yeah. uh, if, you know, do we need to think about where growth for the daycare industry, for example? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think these are, these are things we need to explore, but it's, we have the conversation with John about what is coming on there, and then we can start thinking about what's coming on our end. And hopefully we're thinking fast enough that we can uh, keep up. Well, yeah, and just to, to add to that, Jay, some of the discussions that um, we as the municipality have had with John and then having this conversation now, right, mm-hmm. we're, we're building these relationships and we're working collaboratively. And of course, we all know Bruce County is so involved directly with this initiative too. So the regional approach, as I've always said, really is the right approach. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's, it's exciting times for sure. I have to ask you a question though. If I want to learn more, like hands-on, get right into Bruce Power, is there a way for me to take a tour? Yes, absolutely. And uh, our summer bus tours have been a huge success. We're into, I believe, our fourth year uh, of bus tours, and uh, we've uh, they've been hugely successful. Uh, July and August, six days a week, we're going to be offering. Uh, Tours of the free tours of the site. It's about an hour long. You can register online uh, a little closer to the summer months, and uh, 
it's a really informative tour and a great way to see some of the things we're talking about, the work that's, uh, that's underway already on our life extension program. And uh, it's an opportunity to see the world's largest operating nuclear generating facility, which also provides some really good summer jobs because all of our bus tour uh, guides are summer students and it's a, it's a great summer job for them. They uh, take a crash course in uh, nuclear power and Bruce Power history and, uh, and then ride the bus all summer long with our visitors uh, who uh, come to see what we're all about. And, and I do encourage people to do that. I know that a lot of people don't know a lot about nuclear power. Some people are apprehensive about it. The best thing we can do is open our doors. And I've seen so many people come in and remark on how clean the site is, how professional the people are, and how dedicated they are. It's one of the things that struck me when I joined Bruce Power 15 years ago, um, came from the journalism world. So you come in with a certain amount of skepticism as a journalist. Mm -hmm. They sort of drill that into you and <laughs> I was just amazed at how passionate our people, how many, how smart they are, how much they care about their jobs, how much safety is important to them because they live mm -hmm. here too. So yeah. nobody has a bigger stake in ensuring that we operate safely than, than the, our employees and they're great ambassadors for the company. And uh, so yeah, I, the, the bus tours, I encourage people to, uh, to check out. You can uh, register online at brucepower.com a little closer to uh, July and uh, yeah, we're excited about that opportunity. Let's, let's do it, Jay. I, I, it's been 15 years since I was uh, took a tour of it, but uh, so I'm sure it's changed. But <laughs> well, uh, the tour as, and as well as the facility. And from what we're hearing today, there's there's even more change and more growth. So so that's really exciting times. Part of the life extension program and the major component replacement uh, is that there's public consultation as part of that. Um, we're gonna we we're reapplying for our operating license. Um, for a 10-year license, which uh, and part of that, there's public engagement. So um, we're going to have more opportunities for people to learn about the project, ask us questions. It's a great opportunity for us to understand wh where people's questions are. So we're going to be using you know all venues and technology available to, to do that, webinars, open houses, public forums. Uh, so yeah, there's going to be a ton of opportunity for us to engage with the public and find out uh, what they're curious about and make sure we answer those questions. And we'll put your contact info. Uh, I think you've given us an email that people can write and they can talk about any subject, I'm assuming, and it'll get mm -hmm. forward to the right person. Yes, that's okay. right. Yeah. Great. Right. So we also have um, a few publications that um, you've recommended. So we're going to link those directly to the podcast as well. So certainly people are welcome to open those up and, and learn some more. And then we will put some communication links directly uh, to the team at Bruce Power. I really appreciate the opportunity today. Thanks a lot. Oh, we really appreciate you coming in. I'd love to in. come back uh, at some point as we uh, get further into the project and then we can talk about some of the things that uh, are actually happening. And uh, Oh, we'd love to have you. That'd be great. It's fantastic. Yes, sounds great. Thanks very much, Thank John. Thank you. I got it, Jess. I, I think I you, got it this you time. Got, you got what? Yeah. No, it's... it's it, no, what? okay. The Nuclear Report. Oh, the Shore Report. Well, the yes. Nuclear Report. I, I'll i take it. Okay. I'm going to give you a 9. 9 out of 10 nine. on that one. No, okay. Perfection is something to be strived for, never attained, right? Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. But that, that, was, that was a good conversation with John. 
Like I thought so. Yeah, for sure. Huge. Lots of information. We talked uh, employment opportunity, local presence opportunity, um, the project as a whole, what you can do to come and visit. I loved how we talked about the bus tours. Um, but just, and, and Bruce Power as an employer too. So we, yeah, it was great conversation. Good to have him in. Yeah, we're learning more and more about the MCR and I guess we'll learn more and more about it in the future. Yeah, well, and, and, and I think John mentioned the project's, you know, ramping up now and is going to be a couple of decades. So I don't know if we're going to be on the shore report for a couple of decades. We might. I, maybe. But all I know <laughs> is we've made it through 10 That's episodes. That's right. Episode I 10 think. complete. That's great. Yep. We'll aim for at least 10 more then. All right. So <laughs> Perfect. As always, you can contact us um, by email, podcast at soggyandshores.ca. You can subscribe on iTunes and leave us some comments. Let us know what you think. And certainly, if you have an idea uh, for a show topic or maybe you want to be a guest... Maybe. Maybe, yeah. We still want to have other ideas. We, we've got good feedback on what we do, but we'd like to hear what you want us to talk about. Sounds great. Thanks again, Jay.